All right, welcome back to another episode of the Buzz on Business. Uh, today we're here with Wes Gutekunst. Thanks How are you today? Doing well. Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Uh, so we'll just jump right into it. Uh, tell us a little about yourself. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, my name is uh, Wes uh, Gutekunst, and I have a company called Gutekunst Design, and we do web development and graphic design for clients. Um, I grew up in Oklahoma City. Uh, went to Oklahoma State in 2000, from 2002 to 2006. Go Pokes. Yep. Go Pokes. Grew up a Pokes fan. My parents went to OSU, so I always kind of knew. I'd go here. Yeah. I was uh, started out. I was halfway decent at math, so I started <laughs> off as engineering. Like everybody who's halfway decent at math, I feel like <laughs> yeah, starts off. Absolutely. I ended up uh, switching over to uh, went completely 180. Went to graphic design uh, after my first semester, and so nice. went into to that program, and then ultimately changed again. Uh, Right before my junior year, changed to business. Uh, I had a buddy who was in uh, business school, marketing, and uh, I took a marketing class with this guy named Rand Wergen, and I liked him, <laughs> liked liked the class, liked liked what I was hearing, liked kind of how it was going. So I decided to stick with that, and uh, it actually worked out really well. Kind of had this pairing of design that I had built up yep. with marketing, so yep. it was kind of like the business side of things, and you're learning about advertising, you're learning about building campaigns and mm -hmm. branding and all this stuff. But I kind of had still the skill set to be able to actually kind of build those things and yeah. do those things. And so I started working for, in, while well, I was in school, I worked for the University and Community Federal Credit Union. Oh. And I did advertising and marketing materials for those guys. Nice. Yeah. And then uh, once I graduated, my first job was at the National Cowboy Museum. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and uh, that was awesome. Had great experience there. Uh, got really, it was, it was heavy design. So I was uh, marketing in the marketing department, but mostly what I was doing was branding, yeah. marketing materials, got got my legs you know, uh, under me for, for doing that a lot and did that a lot there with them doing advertising. Um, then ultimately, uh, let's see, about two or three years after that, uh, me and my wife kind of thought it'd be nice to try something different. So we moved to the Outer Banks. Yeah. I took a job as the marketing director for a company out there called Kitty Hawk Kites. Yep. And we did uh, outdoor adventure stuff and hang gliding, kiteboarding, kayaking. We had retail stores. And uh, there is where I got really more into business stuff. Yeah. You know, I was a little bit more of a leadership role, yeah. had staff, had, you know, had to manage people, all those things. And uh, ultimately... Uh, you know, I had, a, it was a team of about five of us, I think in the end, but I had, you know, PR person, events person, uh, graphic designer, I had some sales, you know, salespeople, things like that. And then, but we were always missing this web component. Mm -hmm. And so, uh, it was always within the IT side. And so one day the guy kind of, the IT guy kind of showed me how to do it. And then it kind of took off from there. I'd always enjoyed <laughs> building things. Yeah. You know? It's like kind of that background there with high school and I like math and I like building stuff. And so it kind of came full circle again where I got to all of a sudden start building, you know, websites. And so I was building websites for the companies we were doing out there in North Carolina. And uh, yeah, and so in 2011, we decided it was time to move back closer to family, start, start our own family, that kind of stuff. And so uh, I was able to leave that job and start up Gutekind's Design and uh, that, co that company became my first client, yeah. which was awesome. And they're still a client today, mm -hmm. um, which they're great. And uh, at the same time, there was a software company out there uh, that was starting up. And so they knew I was leaving the, that role and starting my own thing. And so they started using me as well. So those were kind of my first two clients. Yeah. Got me started. And uh, that's kind of how things got going. And after that, I just uh, kept building along the way. Absolutely. Yeah. And how many clients do you have now? I have basically five or six that are just consistently like lots of work all the time within yeah. that five or six. Yeah. Outside of that, with all the sites we host and different companies, I would say that I host, it's probably closer to 
16 to 18. Yeah. So I think right now I'm hosting around 70 websites. Wow. So there's a lot of websites yeah. there. Yeah. Which some are real small. Like yeah. we're talking, you know, I built like right away, like right out of right when I started, I was hungry and just taking everything. Right. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So I still got those guys. And so they're still there. Um, they don't necessarily get a ton of hits, but yeah, they range anywhere from, you know, some sites are getting, you know, maybe just a thousand hits a month and then mm -hmm. some are getting a hundred thousand hits a month. Wow. So it just, yeah, with varying, uh, levels of clientele. Do you have smaller clients that you'll have just like a small project that might take a month or two? Yeah. I used to do that stuff more. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, yeah, out. part of the, yeah, I would say that's kind of part of my path, which has been kind of interesting was starting out, you know, you're kind of looking for new stuff. Yeah. I was looking for new projects, mostly to learn. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, while I just I mean, kind of started, absolutely. yeah, I mean, I was kind of teaching myself along the way. To be honest, I kind of YouTube my way through <laughs> exactly. how to do all this. It's the best uh, way to do it. Yeah, yeah. So, um, uh, but I figured out that, like, you know, I, while I wasn't the best developer uh -huh. or even necessarily the best designer, what I was pretty good at was building relationships and mm -hmm. helping. And I was pretty good at understanding what marketers wanted. Yeah. Because I had that marketing business background. Absolutely. And so I kind of knew what they were looking for, I knew they wanted to measure success. I knew those kinds of things. So I knew how to kind of design around the idea of selling online and what that looked like. And so that was very helpful for me. So yeah, early on though, I would, I would take stuff, uh, just about anything because I was like, well, you know, that's what you need is a new project to learn on. And so I'd try Absolutely. some new technology. Let's I'd try new, some new, some new tech stack or exactly. some new, you know, thing. And I'd go ahead and teach myself, um, how to, how to, you know, program in this language. And then I would, you know, move over and do something else. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. So occasionally that happens anymore. Now I, I really have really kind of tailored it over the years to really stick to my, my core clients, oh, yeah. um, and just kind of built it up around that. If, yeah. if, you know, there's certain projects that are interesting that come along and yeah, I will, you yeah. know, possibly, you know, bring those on for like a couple months. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Stuff that's like that, that's nice. And with the, the industry that you're in, you know, building websites and everything, there's always something new to it learn. Is. That's probably the hardest thing. One of the hardest things about it, right. Is, and on top of that, I kind of get easily distracted by the new shiny thing yeah, a little yeah. bit, right? And like you, you get wanna, clients that come in and they're like, they oh, want, this is new. We they want, want the new, new shiny. Stuff. Absolutely. Yeah. They want the new shiny thing. And so then you're like, okay, let's, well, this is cool. If you got, and I usually, usually tell them up front, you know, I've never built in that. But I think we can do it. Or I think I can do try. it. I'm willing to try. If yeah. you guys are willing to work with me on timeline and things like that, and Absolutely. kind of work both ways, so it works. It's kind of symbiotic in that I get to learn something new that we can usually use for some other somebody else in the future. Absolutely, yeah. And then and they get the cool new shiny fast thing. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And, and usually I do it for a little better price because I'm learning along the way. Exactly. So, and yeah. then you get to put that on your resume for the next company that wants absolutely. that shiny thing. Yeah, know? absolutely. Yeah. So that is one of the things about being in web development. And, and just design too, in general, there's, there's always trends, things mm -hmm. change. You got to kind of stay up on that. Uh, you also got to be a little careful not to get too deep into something that may not work the next year. Yeah. Right? So it's a lot of reading, a lot of keeping up on yeah. articles and just trying to see like what industry is doing and, and, and not get too distracted by the, the newest, shiniest thing. Cause yeah, that exactly. could be gone by the next year. So exactly. you want to try and pick your, yeah, pick, pick the thing that's going to last at least a few years. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Uh, and so with Gutekunst design now, mm -hmm. um, you run that with your wife, correct? I do. Yeah. And she, for the most part, it is really just me. I mean, she, she helps out with writing, uh, when we occasionally need that. Yeah. She proofreads stuff. Uh, yeah. It's hard to design like and content for the website, content, stuff of. like that. She'll help with that. And she honestly, she actually also does a lot of the finance stuff. So, uh, you know, just expenses and invoices and stuff Absolutely. like that. So she helps reconcile a lot of that kind of stuff yeah. for me, which is great. And then, um, I have a couple contractors that I'll bring in, yeah. uh, if the project needs it. So there is times when things do get, you know, like I said, I have like five, 
five to seven that are just like this constant recurring work, but occasionally, yeah. and, and the way we time things, which I try to time things is that they don't overlap too much mm -hmm. because there's only so much bandwidth, right? Yeah. But occasionally, you know, I mean, that's kind of what they pay me for is to be available. So exactly. and when stuff comes up, if it comes up and they need it done, then I got to kind of maybe bring on some extra people. And yeah. I just usually bring on contractors that I've had great relationships with over the years. So I've got a, a really great software developer uh, that's helped me over the years. And, and those are great. independent contractors? Yeah. Kind of just yep, they're just independent contractors. Gotcha. Yep, 1099 guys. Yep. Yeah, but they're doing it usually as like... Uh, uh, kind of like a side gig in some ways. Oh, okay. So they're not necessarily doing it all on their own all moon the time. Lighting. They're moonlighting. Yeah. Yep. So a lot of these guys, uh, and I, I, so it's one of the kind of cool things about doing everything on your own. There's pros and cons to it, right? Like I still get to do a lot of the work. So yeah. I'm still learning and doing all this stuff. These guys that I meet are like, for example, the guy that helps me uh, as a contractor, he uh, works for a really big, really big company. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and he's, he's moved, he's very far up in terms of management now. And yeah. He doesn't get to do a lot of programming. Gotcha. So whenever he's trying to go back to his roots, exactly. He just, well, and he just wants to stay fresh. Right. Yeah, absolutely. So, I mean, it's part of one of those things. So I have usually kind of cool projects that, it, you know, if, that are come up with something kind of neat, that's yeah. kind of interesting. I'll throw it his way and we'll kind of work together on it. That's so really he gets cool. to stay. Yeah. So it kind of works out pretty well that way. I mean, that's the, like I said, it's pros and cons of like me doing everything myself. Right. Like, uh, the good news is, is I can kind of, it's, it's very controlled. I, I know exactly what's yeah. going on. Yeah. There's very little loss, like loss in translation between a Absolutely. client to me, you Absolutely. know, um, at the same time, it's, it's all me for the most part. So yeah. I'm kind of on call all the time too. So yeah, it's a, True. it's a little bit of, but it, but it provides a lot of flexibility. So have you me. had some of those moments where you're just like one of your clients just kind of calls you up out of the blue and you're like, Oh crap. Like, oh I yeah. Gotta go yeah. A little bit. Yeah. I mean, it's not usually a client call. If anything, it'd be like, you know, I use good partners for hosting and for, um, you know, our networks and stuff, but even big ones can go down. Oh yeah. So it's more stuff You'll like that. You'll get the that. notification of website Yeah, I'll get the notification that everything's down and then I have to jump on it quickly to make sure we're getting yeah. ahead of it as best we can to... Do you use Raygun for that? We, yeah, Raygun's one okay, of them. Sweet. Yep, there's a, yep, yep. So it's a logger, like a loader type deal. Yeah. Yep, and um, there's a couple out there that we kind of use, um, but... Yeah, getting notified quickly. Pingdom's another one that's real big. Yeah, um, we do stuff with that too. And so they are. Uh, yeah, it's very useful to be. You don't want your client to be the one to tell you. Yeah, <laughs> let's put yeah. it that way. Yeah, true. That something's broken. It's good. It's your job to figure it right. out. Right. It's my job to be monitoring it. Yeah, that's what exactly. they pay us for. And so that's what that's what we're doing. And so we um, a lot of like the way our the business works is we have a project and we build that project. But obviously after the project's built, there has to be some level of maintenance that yeah. goes forward, right? Yeah. So. Um, for example, you know, there's always going to be security stuff, um, new patches, you know, yeah. updates that have to Bug happen. fixes, things like that. Exactly, bugs along the way. So typically the way our, you know, the kind of cycle of a project works is, you know, we bring on the project, um, you know, we'll, we'll quote it and estimate it. And that's one thing that I'm, I'm not a... Uh, what I've found is that there's a lot of, so my five or six clients are pretty large clients. Yeah. And usually what I've found is when they come in to me, they've been at a larger place, uh, like a larger agency. They didn't, they didn't like it as much? They didn't, they, there are certain parts of it they didn't like, right? Mm -hmm. So the, the thing was, is just kind of what I mentioned, they didn't like usually the fact that they would tell somebody one thing and by the time it got to a developer, it was it not what they asked for, the, right? The pyramid. So they lose, yeah, so you lose some things there. Um, they didn't like that side of it. And they also didn't like being nickel and dimed. Like mm. they hate, they hate, 
nobody likes to hear that's that's out of scope. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Like that's the word that they don't like and they don't want to all of a sudden get a bill for something that they didn't know was coming. Exactly. And that was the kind of stuff that usually I run into whenever I have people come over or these larger people or larger clients, they've kind of run into that in the past. And so the way I try and really work things is to be very upfront in my pricing. Um, I learned that the hard way. Like, yeah. That was definitely like a thing early on that was always hard to talk about. Yeah. But if anybody's starting out, that is that is super important. Super important. <laughs> Just to like be very upfront about pricing right yeah. out of the gate because you can have all these discussions with people and never talk about it. And then you realize they're thinking something is like five thousand dollars and reality it's sixty thousand dollars. Wow. And so it's just you you aren't even close. But yeah. if you start off and say, Yeah, if you want to build an app, I mean it's gonna be this for sure, at least. Yeah. And then it kind of weeds people out. You don't end up wasting their time or your time going down those paths. So I try to be really upfront about that now. Uh, certainly the last, you know, I've learned that first year, <laughs> first year or two, <laughs> yeah. um, to be better about that. And then um, sort of upfront about that, upfront about the scope. Yeah. Uh, a lot of times uh, what I'll find that makes us, makes me a little different is that I will probably overly explain a project. Yeah. Um, compared to what they get from other people, people well, it's wonder better than under explaining. For exactly, sure. yeah. So though a lot of times we're you know they're competing bids a lot of times, and so if it's a competing bid situation, uh, they'll like mine might be eight pages long, and then the competitors is one page. Yeah, and they're like, why is yours eight? And I'm just I'm just like, well, I'm just trying to be really thorough in the expectations because I've you know been down that path before where yeah. it wasn't clear, and I hate to be the guy to come back afterwards and be like, hey, it's going to be another. X amount of dollars, mm -hmm. you know, I don't want to do that. And so usually I try and try and get that all up front, you know, right then. And then once the project's done and we, we go live, then we kind of put it into a service maintenance mode. Um, and we do a lot of things, like I said, around security, uptime, making sure things are running, bug fixes, patches, stuff yeah. like that. And those are all being done uh, every month all the time. Yeah. Um, and so, um, and then eventually, you know, for certain like web apps, they may have longer lifespan. Those will last longer if there's like internal tools we're building for yeah, people. Yeah. Um, like, uh, but if it's like a website, you know, we're usually refreshing those every two or three years. Yeah. Like they're, they're getting a pretty good refresh. So yeah. It's yeah. pretty common. Have you ever had, you know, a, a client come in and they almost don't want the full scope? Uh, yeah, I have, but nevertheless, at the end of the day, I will write it all out yeah. and make them sign yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> it's just one of those things. Exactly. Um, there, there are people you're right. They like, they don't really care as much yeah. about what it's built on, mm. how it's built, those types of things. But, um, it's still good to have that in writing. Yeah, right? absolutely. Um, and there, and it's true. Most of the time I am working with like marketing directors. Sometimes I'm working with CFOs though. And it's like, they want a very different there are numbers people <laughs> so, exactly. so it's different like the you know sometimes in how we have to approach that project versus a, a marketing and person kind right? of learn that over the years and how to like handle different people that you're working with you know if Absolutely. it's somebody who knows what you're doing and has done what you're doing versus somebody who's like a cfo who has no idea Correct. what you're doing absolutely yeah you definitely have a different navigate that differently right yeah. they um the cfo is more likely to be like if it costs this much that's you know they might try and beat you up on price a little bit just because that's how they're that's their job is yeah, to like exactly. try and get stuff down. But exactly. at the same time, they're more they're more looking at the numbers of how much stuff's cost and when it's gonna go live. Yeah. They don't necessarily care as much about what it looks like sometimes. Mm -hmm. <laughs> or like or just as long as it functions and it does its job, you yeah, know, that exactly. kind of thing. Very process oriented, yeah, right? Yeah. Um, and then the marketing side of it, they want it to look pretty, obviously. They yeah, want it to look absolutely. good and yeah. they want it to look flashy or or maybe flashy, depends on what their customer base is, mm -hmm. right? Um, but my, you know, my experience with clients and just building a business. To me, it's it's really all about relationship building. Yeah. So like, that is how I've grown. That's how I've stayed in business for uh, you know eleven years now. Is really just relationships. I yeah. haven't uh, from we, your from your past jobs as well. 
Yeah, you know, absolutely. Yeah. So they're, every they're two so, of your clients. Yeah. Now. So every yeah, they are. Yeah. The Cabin Museum is a client now too. Yeah. yeah. And 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 so uh that's one of those things I tell people a lot of times when they're moving jobs and changing jobs too, is like, even though they might not be happy at the time, be sure you don't burn bridges because absolutely. Because <laughs> I mean, you never know how that's gonna come full circle. And uh yeah, it's been really great to work with those people and be able to kind of come back and um be able to to help them and continue helping those places where I where I've worked before. Yeah. Um I kind of tend to think of us or me as more of a person who likes to not just know like we'll build a website for somebody but in order to do that I really want to know how the company operates and how they work yeah. and what their goals are as a whole. Yeah. Like I'm not just going to build you a website and not know that because then the website really doesn't make a lot of sense if I don't know all that stuff. And so by the end of that process though, we typically have a and I typically have a, a decent understanding of like where they're wanting to go. Absolutely. And um, that's helpful, like in the future, right? It's valuable. Yeah. All of a sudden, I kind of have institutional knowledge. Yeah, They know I have institutional knowledge. And the coolest part is the fact that, and I think a lot of the people, clients that we have, um, they appreciate the fact that they can kind of just tell me something and I know what they mean. Yeah. Does that make sense? Yeah. No. So, because I understand, because I know their business and I've been around long enough, yeah. they can just kind of say, Wes, we're doing this. And I'll be like, got it and off I go. Yeah, and you have that relationship with them and they don't want to go through the hassle of trying to explain their entire business to, to another somebody person. Else. Yeah, there's exactly. there's value in having that. So I have a lot of the, those, those uh, there's about four or five that I mean, they have been with me for eight plus years and then wow. the other three have been with me for over five or six. So mm -hmm. that are those big ones. Mm -hmm. And um, yeah, and it's been great. Like I said, we get to, and they're great people. Yeah. Um, over the years, I. I've been better also about vetting clients yeah. and being kind of more particular. I've been and able that's to the be, beauty of owning your own business. You can choose that who is, you want yeah, to work with. Yeah. And who you and don't. I mean, at first I didn't quite realize that. I think initially it was just like, <laughs> like taking <laughs> Try to stuff get everyone and, you can. Yeah. And I was trying to adjust to like, uh, adjust to meet, you know, somebody's expectations. So it, I will say that was a tricky thing out of the gate to navigating like, you know, with what I do in a service type role, right? Like you have an hourly rate that you charge typically, yeah. right? That's yeah. kind of how it works. Yeah. Um, you could do that or you can do a project rate and you can say, I'm just going to quote the whole project. Yeah. And a lot of times I'll just quote the whole project. Yeah. And that works just fine. Um, with my big guys, you know, we have an hourly rate agreed upon and all this stuff, but you kind of have these bigger clients that you know, they can afford an industry standard rate. Oh, yeah. You know, they're fine. Oh, you yeah. know, um, but I get approached by these people all the time that would want something and I'm like, I know you can't afford it. So then I was this is early on, I would be like, okay, I'm just gonna, I'm they don't know lower it, but I'm gonna, I'm gonna lower the uh, price just to make it work for them. Yeah. And I think that was that was a thing I had to learn early was uh maybe not do that. That's one of the that could be one of the drawbacks, you know, building a client base, I guess. Kind it of, is. Yeah, you gotta start it somewhere. Probably helped you gain the client base you have now. And like, well, that's uh, what I was gonna say. A couple of those people that I did that for, you know, they had smaller businesses or smaller projects, but they knew somebody else. Mm. And then I end up getting referred by that person. Yeah. And then you end up exactly. getting the bigger guy. So and it's uh, almost, I mean, I think every single one of my, I know every single one of my clients was just a referral yeah. from another one. So yeah. there wasn't really anybody who ever like really cold called me that mm -hmm. much. It was always people that either worked with me in the past at one yeah. of those places or people who, um, were working with me and they changed jobs and moved over to a new company and then they hired me at that new yeah. company because that person was used to working with me and yeah. they're the new marketing person over there and so they're like we're gonna get get Wes and yeah and that, that kind of goes back to what you're saying earlier with uh not burning bridges yeah because uh, I have so many friends and I think it's really important for people to know that like even if you have no intention of going back to that place of work so you're like oh I can burn that bridge like yeah. what if you know your next employer 
like comes back to that person is like, Hey, how was this person? Or a client that you possibly want asks your previous client, like, yeah. was this person good? And they're like, no. So, yeah. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. No, it is, it is, it is really important not to burn bridges, exactly. um, to always be cordial, even when you're exiting. Um, and I've had to tell people no, and I've had to end, um, relation like client relationships before, yeah, but there's a nice way to do it, but that. there's a nice way to do it. Absolutely. Exactly. And, and I think, you know, um, you know, that that's, yeah, there is, there's a way to go about that without burning the bridge. And it's yeah. really important. I would also say that like, you know, I can even think back, you know, when I changed jobs early in my career uh -huh. and doing those things, you know, the way I thought in my mindset, whenever I was 22, 24, was a little different. <laughs> than whenever I, now. I start yeah. to appreciate some of the stuff. You don't realize how good it was until you go or try, you, you know, you get in situations yeah. with other, other people and you realize, you know, it wasn't so bad, you know, working with those folks. Absolutely. It's actually really nice to have good people to work with. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I mean, you can chase money and do that kind of stuff, but uh, having good people to work with is, is, is the best. Yeah. yeah. And so that's what, I, that's who we look for. That's who I look for is clients that are just, just good people and um, make sure we have, we have a good, we're going to be a good fit. Yeah. That's and sure. ultimately the work you're doing will be better. Absolutely. Um, yeah. You enjoy yeah. the work more. Exactly. Right. You enjoy the relationships more. Uh, the, the, and then the end product. Absolutely. absolutely. It's always better. And to be honest, like I'm always much more inclined to go above and beyond a little exactly. bit. Like I, I mean, my goal is to always exceed expectations. Yeah. But when you have these people that, you know, are like, you know, trying to yeah, just great people to work with, you, you want to do that more. Yeah. Let's put it that way. It's not. And like I said, I'm, I'm hate nickel and time people. So <laughs> people send me stuff all the time and I'm like, yeah, just knock it out. Like yeah. there's no, I'm not going to bill for, you know, an hour, you know, yeah. we have other stuff set up to, to maintain and help for that kind of thing. Exactly, so, yeah. um, it, it's, yeah, our model is a little different than probably a traditional agency in some ways, um, would be, but it, it works for me. Yeah. So, and I, if I remember correctly, your time at the National Cowboy Museum, mm -hmm. they still use your design that you created. Right, the logo. Yeah, the yeah, logo. yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. So I've done a few logos over the years that have like, like yeah, they're still there. Uh, yeah, the Cow Museum though is probably the biggest one. Yeah, that's I was, awesome. I was young. I was early. That <laughs> I was, was like right out of college. That was right, right out of college. Yeah, they hired me on, and uh, I remember going through that process. And it's actually kind of a neat deal, you know. Anytime you're doing that kind of work, there's there's a lot of pressure on logos. Yeah, logos are tough. Like um, a lot of times, you everybody wants to try and incorporate some huge idea into a logo. Yeah, um, which can be really hard to do. Yeah. So yeah, little 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 side note though, that logo in particular has a. It kind of has a cowboy silhouette guy mm -hmm. on there. But the silhouette we use is a guy named Jackson Sundown, who was a um, Native American rodeo cowboy. Wow. So the cool thing was, is he was like, he kind of hit every piece of that museum, yeah. which no, was awesome. awesome. So he, he, he embodied like, a, you know, their, their mission greatly. And so it's subtle. Most people don't know it, but it's still kind of cool that it's in there. And yeah. that's why we, we chose that silhouette of that person because he embodies a lot of what the mission of that, that is awesome. Is. So, yeah. I, I just know that like in my MIS classes, I've had to you know, create websites and go through these big processes. And as soon as I finish, I'm like, I have to show this to everyone. Yeah. But I could not imagine, you know, walking, Oh, it's weird when you start seeing on billboards. Yeah, you see on billboards. Yeah, that's what. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, no, that's what. I always have family texting me. Hey, saw your billboard on. Exactly. yeah, it's no, it's cool. Is there like a little watermark in the corner? No, yeah, no. Didn't hide any signatures or anything in there. Now try to, try to, try to stay humble, right? I mean, it's cool. It's cool whenever that stuff gets out there and it gets big and you get to do a rebranding. And I've been fortunate enough to be a part of two 
or three pretty big rebrandings. So the museum was one. When I went to Kitty Out Kites, we were in the yeah. middle of a rebranding. And so like got to rebrand all their stuff. And yeah. the cool thing there was we were we grew a lot there. And so we we bought more companies and added companies. And so yeah. all of those, I got to design all their logos right. too. So they're all out there, which is cool. That yeah. is awesome. On shirts and stuff. So I see I people like wearing Google, them. Like Wes Gutekind's designs, mm -hmm. like all those logos will pop up. I don't know all the no. I don't attribute them to me. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> They're the companies they own. Yeah, them. Yeah. yeah, but I was the one that yeah usually yeah most all those I designed. Yeah. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So what what kind of goes into like the process of you know, creating a design like that? Obviously, you said the Native American that was the National Cowboy Museum kind of pulled in everything that the right the company stands for. Mm -hmm. uh, but with like Kitty Hawk kites, like what what was the process of creating those designs? Yeah. So for them, it's all it's usually we try and come up with like words and like. Um, core value types things like, yeah, so for them, like they, a motto they, yeah and then they're they're you know kitty Hawk kites in particular or kitty Hawk surf company or those types of deals you know you're trying to think of like how to either play off the words or you're trying to show kind of what they do to some degree now kitty Hawk kites is a really unique company if anybody looks them up they do all kinds of stuff yeah so i mean it's like when i say like outdoor adventure and i mentioned like hang gliding kiteboarding and kayaking they also do like uh dolphin tours sunset cruises like wow uh, jetpack stuff out there on the water they do surf less i mean you, it's like a laundry list <laughs> yeah. of activities on the beach to do and then on top Did of you that get some benefits to do this oh yeah absolutely that's yeah, yeah, awesome yeah, yeah. that was the, that was great <laughs> so you've gone jetpacking i have done jetpacking wow. yep but they were one of the first ones we everyone not one of the first ones it was one of the ones that we signed up whenever i was out there i think he's and i'm pretty sure he's still operating so what kitty kites would do is they have core uh, adventures like hang gliding, kiteboarding, kayaking, yeah. and then they would subcontract. They'd have all these people out there. Okay. We'd have all these people out there who want to do like a jetpack. Yeah. And you're like, this guy would approach us and we'd say, Kid Out Kites, we have big marketing power on the beach. And mm -hmm. so we're like, well, you just come under our umbrella. We'll market you a part of our package. We have a reservation system we've built and we can handle all of that kind of stuff. And then we get a percentage and that is awesome. Know, that's how it worked. So, so that's how they built up all the adventure recreation side. But then there's a whole retail side too, which sells like your traditional, like, kites like high performance kites like wow good kites like the fancy ones fancy kites yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. and then they have uh, also like all the beach gear t-shirts yeah. apparel yeah. all that stuff and then the surf company sells stuff like the billabong volcom like oh, all yeah. the like swag yeah, if you stuff. Will. yeah 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 <laughs> and so um so anyway they're they're a really unique company that's awesome <laughs> so they're that's awesome they were a fun place to work uh it was really interesting they're a seasonal business so like you do like 90 percent of your money in like three months oh yeah wow. so it's it's wild yeah and so it was pretty chill the rest of the well, kind of. <laughs> we were always so Are you busy. preparing for the yeah, next season? So I will say, so that was, you know, everybody's always heard the, you know, if you're not growing, you're dying, right? Yeah. That was, that is how uh, John lives. He is, he's the guy who started that and he, uh, he is, he's always growing. So yeah. I remember whenever I was out there, it was 2008. So it was the middle of like huge downturn and we were building a kiteboarding resort. <laughs> so like, he's just always growing. So, yeah. uh, is yeah, he no. still there now? Yeah. Wow. Oh yeah. Yeah. He's still pretty involved. Still uh, growing. Still growing. They're still <laughs> growing. Yeah. And I'm just gonna say, I, yeah, he's never really given me too hard of a time. I mean, obviously a close relationship with him, uh, and, uh, still a client and all those things, but he, uh, you know, he's never given me too hard of a time about not growing my business. A lot of people always ask about that yeah. and they're always like, why don't you hire people? And why don't you get bigger? Why yeah. to get bigger? And, uh, you know, there's a part of me that, wants that sometimes but um there's also i'm, I'm pretty happy the way things yeah, are going absolutely. right now and while we haven't grown you know in terms of people i typically grow every year yeah. you know one way or another financially which yeah. is always good so yeah, yeah and i do it i've kind of grown up you know my dad instilled in me like the if it ain't broke don't fix it kind right. of thing sure. but then 
coming into college and being an MIS major, you know, that's like all about making processes better. Yeah. And even if they work, they can still be better. Sure. Um, and in the age that we're in now, like IT is you know, automating everything. So there's always like there something is. to grow. Yeah. Um, so it's like kind of, you know, yin and yang on my shoulder playing back and forth. Like, do I want to do this or should I just stick with this? You know, that's interesting. Yeah. The processes thing, you know, to think about that, um, when you get in the, when I, at least for me, you know, I could program something or develop something that is like the most, you know, succinct, you know, most, you know, efficient. Or, I mean, if you really want to get down to it, right, they'll start talking about like milliseconds. We're talking yeah. about, or even faster than that in terms of processes yeah. that you're trying to save. Yeah. Now, at scale, for a huge, if you're doing something really big, huge scale, that might matter. But for most of the stuff, when it comes to like, we're doing websites and web development, yeah it's not as big a deal so it's a cost benefit there right like yeah. i could spend 12 more hours trying to get to the best you know yeah or i could like it works and it's going to work and it's going to work for the scale it's at and that's kind of where you gotta yeah and, <laughs> and you'll so have there's some real world scenarios yeah. that you're like yeah we don't you know it's ideally yeah we would get to that point but real world you're it could be somewhere in the middle probably yeah right? and then yeah. i i think that's more so what in my opinion, would be better because you get some of those huge companies that all it feels like they care about is efficiency. Yeah. Getting their work done for the least amount of money possible in the fastest way possible. Sure. Um, whereas, you know, with the smaller companies and, you know, you, yeah. you get to build the relationships and, you know, um, ultimately that work, I feel like is feels like it's more meaningful. Yeah, I, I like it. I guess I mean I, I mean I like it, and I think I guess you know, there's two, there's two kinds of people, you know. There are, yeah. yeah. And I, like I say, I, for me, it's it's I do like it, and um, I like what I do a lot. And I don't, I don't think I would be doing what I'm doing for as long as I have now yeah. if I didn't. Um, you know, life's too short probably to yeah to exactly. not in some ways, but um, you know, I uh, yeah, I, I you know the I, I think the coolest thing about kind of doing your own there small being a little smaller too is you get to touch a lot of different yeah. pieces of the puzzle yeah um i interned at a big ad agency in college and you kind of see you step back and you realize you know man like so if i came here i would work on this one little tiny piece of yeah. this thing yeah and that's all i would do like it's not i wouldn't necessarily get you know at least at that particular one mm -hmm. uh, that's kind of how it would have gone you yeah. know and i was like i don't know if that's really for me like to just do this one little thing and exactly. so i like the idea it's kind of fun to get to touch a little you know a little bit of everything like that yeah uh, I, which is fun i had that exact same experience going or accounting internships mm -hmm. you know if you go to a smaller regional firm uh the chances are you'll get to work on four or five clients in a summer yeah. whereas if you go to like a big four accounting firm then you get one client yeah. that entire like summer a piece of that one client exactly <laughs> yeah. yeah you yeah. get to do yeah. one section of that mm -hmm. client's audit or you know tax return or whatever it is yeah so um, i i have really enjoyed my path has been interesting to me at least i mean to, to a lot of, just because i have this kind of weird art slash you know business side to it all yeah. um with design and and then kind of how that worked in but i've really enjoyed working i worked I mean, all those companies i worked for one was a nonprofit, right yeah and then the next one uh while it was a pretty big company for out there it's still not that big of a company yeah. you kites you know yeah so and you're, you're wearing a lot of hats doing a lot of things <laughs> and that's kind of what i enjoyed and so getting to do that you know with your own business is, is awesome that right? is awesome fun. Yeah. I, I wish we would have uh met sooner because i worked at uh, a small regional accounting firm this past summer okay. and they actually audit 
the National Cowboy Museum. Oh, really? And so I wish I would have been able to ask. Oh, yeah, man. Yeah. But it was really cool. I got to like tour it and awesome. That place is so cool. Yeah, it's huge too. It's, People don't realize how big it is. It is massive. <laughs> like, it's just gigantic. We were there yeah. for like three hours and yeah. didn't get to see all of it. Oh, yeah. It was yeah. And the cool thing for them, so the the one unique thing about them as a client, I didn't mention this before, but, you know, mostly what we do is I do is web development, right? We're doing web development all the time, building websites, um, monitoring, tracking, you know, doing analytics, that kind of stuff. Um, But for the Cowboy Museum, the unique thing about them, I still do a lot of graphic design for them. Mm -hmm. So I get to build all their exhibits. And so, like, I get to design all the, like, their exhibit spaces and stuff like that, which is fun. So I work with the curatorial staff over there, and we kind of, you know, get to build that out, which is awesome. So That would be so fun. Yeah, it is so fun. I mean, is there, like, a, you know, like, a YouTube video kind of thing that you can watch to, like, learn how to make an exhibit? Or is that just kind of something that you go? Yeah, yeah, you kind of go. I mean, it helps, obviously, that I worked there, right? Yeah, yeah, Now, I didn't work in that, though. You know, I worked in marketing, but I was always around it, right? And so there's environmental design, and you can, I have ways that, you know, magazine you know, subscriptions to stuff that i kind of yeah, yeah. try and keep up on uh with that kind of stuff um so yeah it was it's more of a you know feel it out yeah <laughs> kind exactly. of a little bit and every exactly. every exhibit's a little different yeah um the spaces there are the same that are kind of changing out but um the cool stuff we could do for them though i get to you know like i said we start off doing uh you know, like a book for a curator is how it worked. Mm-hmm. I did a book. I designed a book for one of the curators that he'd written. Yeah. And then after that, they were like, well, why don't you start working in, you know, doing exhibit stuff? And so I did that. And then I was like, well, you know, by the way, I really, for the most part, I actually do more web development. And then they're like, start doing web development too. So now you so, get a piece of every single pie. Yeah. And the cool part is, is like the, about doing that is I can usually kind of see, you know, how things can connect across that channel. Yeah. Right. So yeah. a lot of times I end up kind of being a bit of a bridge between the exhibit spaces and uh, marketing because we're marketing the exhibits, right? So you're kind of, you know, seeing both sides of that and getting to be a part of both sides of that, which is fun. And yeah. the newer stuff we're, uh, I'm building out for them is more um, uh, interactives in the space. Mm-hmm. So now doing touch screens and touch screen experiences is trying to streamline uh, that process for them Absolutely. and stuff like that, which is totally new, you know, you know yeah. but it's been working and it's great and it's a lot of fun. So, and it's kind of fun to just see how people use something in the space. I love building stuff and then watching people use it right oh like, yeah that's the coolest part i think you know it's fun to build all of it and design it and that but like i love to see the analytics afterwards like, i mean i, I just to... told you how great of a time i had at the national Cabinet <laughs> museum and you designed those <laughs> yeah. so that, that was awesome yeah. yeah thanks um so we're coming on time here uh but we'll, we'll close it out what is um one kind of motto that you have either grown to learn or you've always had that's got you to where you are now uh that you could give to our listeners motto motto mm-hmm I mean, for me, I think the biggest thing for me, like it goes back to relationship building and is treating people with respect. Yeah, absolutely. That's my biggest thing. Absolutely. I absolutely go into every meeting, every call, even if I know it's going to be a tough one. Yeah. I know I, I still need to maintain that relationship and I need to treat it with respect and treat people with respect. And honestly, that has gotten me pretty far mm-hmm. um, by treating people with respect Absolutely. <laughs> and building those relationships. So, yeah. And I'm sure uh, you've had those moments where like you want to go back on that so hard. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. You just have a hard client, you know, you have a client that's just being yep. so annoying. But yep. Oh, I have those moments. Yeah, for sure. Everybody does. Yeah. Um, I, uh, and I mean, I, I'm 21 years old and I've even had that at my internship. Like, sure. Yeah. I mean, that's what, I mean, that's what, uh, you know, for me, you know, everybody talks about, they're like, well, you don't, you don't have a boss. You're the boss. And I'm like, well, sort of like, I'm like <laughs> I really have like a bunch of bosses. Yeah. You know, working for people. Right. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. yeah. And so it is, it's kind of like maintaining all these unique, you know, relationships. And sometimes they can be, 
uh, tough. What I usually have to just keep in mind is I know it's tough for me and them. Yeah. It's not, you know, one of those things where it's two just way one street. way. It's a two way street. Yeah. yeah. And, um, I do everything I can to try and, you know, like I said, exceed expectations, but there's always occasionally something gets missed or something that just happens where, you know, I, I, I've gotten a lot better as I've gone on early on. Yeah. Um, it was a little tough for me just to manage some of that stuff, but it's gotten better for sure. And then a lot of usually, usually what it is, is it, it is expectations. It's that they have, they thought something, you know, and what we actually drew out was something different. Yeah. And, and we have to be like, look, you know, I can take it so far, but yeah. at some point I'm like, I gotta, you guys are, you guys are really adding on <laughs> to, a lot to this project. Yeah. And so yeah. we have to kind of change course, but that's, it's fairly rare. And like I said, the better I've gotten about setting expectations, mm -hmm. the better the, you know, the less those situations ever happen. Eight page. Yeah. You know? Right. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Be thorough. Be thorough. It's better. It's the better way to go. Then there's no questions to be asked. Exactly. Yeah. 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 My, my actually, I usually tell people this. I say, if there's something that we missed in there, I didn't ask enough questions. Okay. That's usually what I tell them. Now, there's stuff, though, that comes up in the middle of a project, like, oh, yeah, this. Yeah. People usually know yeah. that that's like an add-on. Yeah. Know? But typically, I kind of say, it's on me. If I didn't ask enough questions to understand what we were trying to do here, that's on me. Yeah. And, you know, if I didn't understand that was a part of it, we'll, we'll make it happen. Yeah, so. absolutely. That's all we've got. Uh, any last words for the fans out there? Go Pokes. Go Pokes. All right. Well, thank you very much for coming on. Really enjoyed talking to you. Um, and hope everything with Gutekunst Design goes well and that you get your trip to Scotland soon. Thank you very much. Thanks for having me.